Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. This is the Body of Christ Church, and you are listening to our program, Kings and Priests, where we teach repentance to the 12 tribes scattered abroad. In these last days, darkness has covered the earth, and gross darkness covers the people. But for those who choose to hear the words of the Father and the instructions of Jesus Christ, He will give them the power to become the nation of kings and priests they were ordained to be from the foundations of the earth. Christ, and what we're going to be talking about today is escaping from the magics of Christmas, from the music, from the gift-giving, from all the different satanic spells that they put it on people. Why do they get the most soulful, the best singers to sing these songs is a spell to soothe you to trick you to make you think that this is the best time of the year and Christ has stamped his approval on it this is so tr- this is so untrue it's so untrue 
So what we're going to do today, we're going to do something different. We're going to be playing a documentary, breaking down all the different traditions of Christmas. But at the same time, we want people to call in and share their story on how they have from the lies and delusions of Christmas. And I know many people now that they have, have escaped those lies and things are being persecuted for not celebrating Christmas. Where it's supposed to be a time of cheer, a time of acceptance. If you don't go along with the festivities, then you will be talked on, you will be ostracized from everybody else for not going along with these satanic events. Well, I'm your brother, Gadawan, here in London. And we also have another brother <clears throat> joining us who's the co-host. We have the brother Abaja. Brother Abaja, good morning. Hey, good morning. What's on Christ with everyone? It's good to be here. And uh, let's be busy. Is this starting to feel a lot like Christmas? Mm, not in my household, it's not. <laughs> no tree, no gift given. What's wrong with you? Well, the tree's outside. And uh, as far as the uh, gift giving, well, you can do that any time of the year. <laughs> well, 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 what's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Why don't you Why don't you engage in the festivities like everybody else? Well, I, I would be remiss to say that I have, if I said I, I, if I didn't ever engage and enjoy the festivities, because that's how I grew up. You know, that's the thing that your parents taught you. They did the best they could with the understanding they had. And that's really where a lot of us have to leave it. But the thing is, is that uh, when when we grow up, the moral compass that our parents gave us, you know, some of us, maybe most of us, can say that, you know what, it was somewhat based. You know, as far as you know, how you treat people, how you deal with people, things of that nature. But mm-hmm. when you start growing up and actually reading the book that we all say that we're supposed to adhere to, and you start looking at how things are not lining up, it's like, okay, this Bible that we all say that we follow, you know, it's saying one thing, but in church, where we're supposed to be so-called, call ourselves worshiping God and following the example of Jesus Christ, those examples are night and day in some cases, you know. Mm -hmm. So now it begins to get to a point like, okay, if I'm really serious about this, this is what the Bible says about this particular situation. Why are we not doing it? Well, you know, you can't interpret it literally. Like, what is, what is there to interpret? You, you follow what I'm saying? What is there to interpret with thou shalt have no other gods before me? And you can look even from, let's, let's even take the so-called religious spin off of it, okay, because we don't even deal with religion. We deal with the scriptures. Let's take the religious so-called connotation off of it and even look at it from a so-called historic point of view or secular view and where all of these things come from, and how the Bible views those things. You see what I'm saying? So right. it, it, doesn't, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out, you know what? Hey, this thing was not truly something that was ordained by, by God. That was actually introduced 
into the so-called Christian church at such and such a time under the rulership of such and such individual, and this is where it actually comes from. And this is why these customs are now so-called Christian customs because it was a, uh, you know, I'm, I'm oversimplifying it, but you see where I'm going with it. So, right. you know, it's one of those things. It's like, listen, at the end of the day, either we're going to follow what the Mosai says in his word through the example of Jesus Christ, or we are not. And it's, you know, and I really hate to paint it that black and white. Because we have to be very careful when we say stuff like that. Because everyone, as far as their so-called spiritual growth and their understanding of the Bible, those that are truly seeking the Lord, they're going to be found. He's going to reveal his word to them, and they're going to follow the Lamb wherever he goes. So that's really all I had to say about it. La 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 la. <laughs> There's one thing you said that was uh, very interesting to me. You said you would be remiss not to say that once upon a time you didn't, you know, you you never celebrated or enjoyed Christmas. And I think oh, that's man. the key word. People enjoy Christmas. They they enjoy they Christmas, do. and this is something that they want to they they enjoy Christmas despite the truth, in spite of the truth. So I want to I want to read I want to read something. I want to read something. It's in the book of Hebrews. The book of Hebrews the 11th chapter and the 25th verse and it says choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Now this is talking about Moses. Moses was a prince of Egypt. So by faith, by faith, he refused to go along with the Egyptians and be a part of that world and what they were doing because the Egyptians served other gods. But he was at the top. He didn't have for him to be for him to be with the people of God, meaning he had to accept that they were in slavery, that they were in bondage, that they were not in a good state. They were not in a good condition. So. He esteemed the 26 said he esteemed the reproaches of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. We have respect unto the recompense of the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. So many people they would rather enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season rather than follow the truth. According to the scriptures, the truth according to the Bible. The truth is, is that Jesus Christ wasn't born on December the 25th, but it represents the birth of many pagan, demonic, satanic deities, other gods that people worship, dark, evil gods, the people did um, human sacrifice. This is what lies beneath Christmas. They put Christ on it to nice it up, to nice up all the evil and wickedness that's really done during this time of year, but people can't see it. They're blinded. So you can tell them, look, Christmas is pagan. And people, most people say, yeah, I know. Most people say, I know it's, it's all commercialized and this and this and this. But the scriptures give us the key. It tells you that a gift destroyeth the heart. So if this time of year, you know, no one's giving you any love, no one's giving you any kind of tenderness or care or kind words, and now you're going to be flooded with Tenderness and 
kindness, but it's all an illusion. It's all a lot of it is um is alcohol fueled emotions, really and truly. And people people know this. You know? It's all an illusion, it's all part of that spell during this time of year. Then after it, it's all gone. But Jesus Christ tells us to love one another. Period. That's all that's all throughout the year. We feel that that good feeling, that we feel that kindness, we feel that tenderness, we feel that joy, we feel that peace. That's supposed to be all throughout the year and maintain all throughout the year. But they've got this illusion and this spell on people, number one, for them not to see the truth of what they're doing. Number two, it's a spell and the delusion and an illusion that they can't see that this is the service of Satan and the worship of other gods. So, who do we have on the line? Okay, we're still waiting for, for people to call in. You want to call in and give your story and how you escaped from Christmas and, you know, tell your tell how you're not going into the different uh, rituals and things. But until then, I'm going to play a little of this clip that we have explaining the origins of Christmas. Because most people, they have not a clue what Christmas is all about. They think it's about the birth of Jesus Christ. I can remember um, two guys coming to my house, and they're singing carols, and they're singing for money. Two mm. young guys. Like, they sing, ah, da, da, da. open the door, they sing, da, 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 da. they did their little song, whatever. You know, you know, you give us a donation or something, you know. And I said, um, do you know that... Um, Jesus Christ wasn't born on December the 25th. And they looked at low one like, this so-and-so is crazy. <laughs> so I, I, I'm not, not going to give you any money, but I gave them a flyer, you know, going into the origin of Christmas. And they, they left like someone had just shook up their brain. Because <laughs> most people, they have not that knowledge. Most people, they ain't seeking that kind of knowledge. What are they seeking? They're seeking for a big butt. They know people, uh, women are going to be more loose. Women know men are going to be more loose with their wallets and pockets. This is that time of year where people are more open to perverse things. Okay, most people say, well, it's just a time to get together with family. But let's see. Let's have a listen to this. It has been called the Day of Days. It is a time of magic, pageantry, warmth, generosity, and love. For many of us, our fondest childhood memories revolve around the traditions of Christmas. It is a time that many around the world celebrate as the birth of Jesus Christ, the Savior and Messiah of mankind. In recent years, however, the spiritual holiday has become a time of mass marketing and crap. See, I said I was going to stop it there. And uh -huh. Number one, why you say, mm-hmm? No, 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 go ahead. <laughs> because Jesus Christ is not the Savior of mankind. And let's get that. Let's go to the book of Acts. Let's, let's shake up people's heads a little bit more. Mm than just beyond Christmas. Let's go to the book of Acts 5.29. Because I know there's a lot of people, a lot of people that, you know, they're against Christmas and they're using the Bible and 
They're saying, um, yeah, I know that Christmas is wrong. This is what the scriptures say. But a lot of people are under that delusion that Jesus Christ came to save the save mankind, the planet Earth, and that's not yeah. true. So we got we have to bring out the whole truth, not nice it up for people just like like how they nice it up for Christmas. So get Acts five twenty nine, and let's read that, and let's see who was Christ the Savior of. All righty, Acts five twenty nine. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said. We ought to obey God rather than men. We ought to obey the Most High rather than men. We ought to obey what the Scriptures say rather than men. That include that includes family members, father, mother. Your father, and mother is going against the Scriptures. You ought to obey God rather than men. So read verse thirty, or your pastor, or your bishop, or your priest, or your apostle, your evangelist, your prophetess. We ought to obey God rather than man. Your 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 minister, your pastor, whoever does not have authority above the Most High. So we're gonna and and these were the religious leaders, Peter and the other apostles. They're speaking to the religious leaders at this time, and they told them we ought to obey God rather than men. So what they're saying, we're gonna listen to what the Most High says, despite of what you say. Go ahead. Mm-mm-mm. Verse 30 The God of our fathers Raised up Jesus Whom ye slew and hanged on a tree Go ahead Him hath God exalted With his right hand To be a prince and a savior So the most high The heavenly father raised up Jesus Christ To be a prince and a savior Read on For to give repentance To Israel and forgiveness of sin to mankind, it says, "For to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins." Right. So that's what it says out of the Bible. Many, I don't believe that it's the word. That, what does it say? Now, if you want to follow the Lord Savior Jesus Christ, the, the Scripture says Jesus Christ said, "My sheep hear my voice, and they follow me." So those are the people of God. Those are the real Israelites. Those that follow the words of Jesus Christ. So don't get don't get crazy. Just keep following Jesus Christ. If you following Jesus Christ, no one's going to stop you from following Jesus Christ. That's what you're supposed to do. But this is what the scriptures say, and the scriptures cannot be changed. The scripture cannot be broken. So let's go back to this documentary. Just dealing with truth. We got to deal with the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but nothing but the truth. Right, Abadja? That's right. Okay, so it wasn't for mankind, was it? He did, he did yeah, not come yeah, for mankind. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm itching to go to Ezekiel 37, but that's going to get sidetracked, so. Okay. Mass commercialism. Incredibly, many businesses derive more than half their yearly income during this period. The process of gift giving, once thought to have come from the story of the wise men who offered gifts to the newborn Christ, has evolved into the buying frenzy we see today during the month of December. The other Christmas traditions. Have you ever wondered why we decorate the Christmas tree? Why we light the Yule log? Why we hang the mistletoe? And why we teach our children to believe in Santa Claus? In the next hour, you will discover the true origins of Christmas. You may be surprised or even shocked to learn the source of your favorite holiday traditions. Chances are, you'll never look at Christmas the same ever again.
There's one thing that she said about the, the gift. And I want to read a scripture. And many people are getting caught up because they get gifts. This is Ecclesiastes 7 and 7. It says, surely oppression make up a wise man mad. So if you were getting oppressed at Christmas, would you celebrate it? Mm. On Christmas Day, they took you out to public square and they whooped your back and people were getting beat up on that day. Would people celebrate it? Oh, no. No. Okay. So Ecclesiastes 7 and 7, it says again, surely oppression make up the wise man mad, and a gift destroyeth the heart. So because people get gifts, children get gifts, when you come and, and say the truth, now people got weighed in the balance. A gift, I'm getting something versus some pages of some words on a book. Hmm, give me that gift. That's what is <laughs> destroying uh -huh. your, your heart, your mind, to examine and look at the truth. That's why Christ said many are called but few are chosen because people get those gifts. And then with those gifts, all these feelings are attached. Oh, I got this gift from my wife. I got this gift from my husband. I got this gift from my sister. I got this gift from my mother. I got this gift from my father. You know, it's all it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing. Now, when you bring in the truth, they don't want to hear that. They're like, I'm going to get this gift. And the gift represents love and the gift represents charity and the gift well it's based upon a satanic holiday well it doesn't matter that doesn't matter and what matters is is that i got this from a loved one and they gave it to me it doesn't have it has everything to do with that so a gift destroys the heart that's why the straightway they start the children into these these celebrations and i want people to think about something they don't deal, especially in the United States, they don't deal with the scriptures in the United States while they deal with Christmas. I thought this was supposed to be, I thought there was supposed to be a separation of church and state. So what about Christmas? What about Easter? What about Halloween? They're indoctrinating your children into satanic practices. Soon is not the veil is going to be uncovered where it's just going to be you have to accept Satan. That's what it's going to be. They put down the Bible as much as possible. Anything that's dealing with the scriptures, they put it down in society, in even 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 in the church, where the Bible is supposed to be paramount, they're putting it down. Because you have many churches, many pastors, many bishops, they're going to be promoting Christmas and the lies of Christmas when they're supposed to be men of God or women of God and promoting the the truth of Jesus Christ. That gift destroyed for heart. You want to say anything about you before I start playing? Wait, wait on. All right. And we wait, we waiting for people to call in. Um, Abadja, give them the call-in number. Guess call-in. All right. That number is 646-716-7749. And we want people to call in. We want you to give your testimony and how you escape from the different Evils, the magics of Christmas. And they say magics because it's really a lot of black magic and delusions and lies that's going on really to trick people into celebrating this day. But who's really behind it is Satan. And most people don't see that. Most people don't. If you told people that, you know, they would think you, you're out of your mind. And I see we got a caller um, from 404. Let's take that caller, uh, Abaja. Hello? 
Okay. Hey, Godiva, before you take the call, also I'd like to remind our listeners that um, there is a uh, should be a, a little Skype button on uh, and like near the synopsis window where they can Skype in also if they're not in the U.S. Absolutely. So let's take this call. Go right ahead. I got you. Hello. Hey, it's Lord. Hey, most high Christ bless everyone. Can you hear me? Most high bless. Loud and clear. Yeah, give it all praise to heaven, Father. I'm glad to be here. Uh, you know, this Christmas thing in this world is 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 it's like prime. You know, it's people look at this more than they do look at the scriptures like it was was being brought out. But mm. the fact is we have the scriptures and that the scriptures will give you all clarity and all understanding and in anything that you wanted to answer or even if you believe, still believe that this this Christmas thing is real, just just open up the Bible and see what the Lord says. Step by step. See see even if you you're spiritual and and want to believe the the worldly Christ side of it, Christian side of it, which is not don't have anything to do with Christ. You can just go through the scriptures day by day and ask for understanding, and you'll see that it's madness and it's, it has nothing to do with the heavenly Father or Jesus Christ, the Son of the Most High, the only begotten Son of the Most High. And 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 for me, it's it's a it's a clear thing. And, and I'm glad that, you know, I no longer celebrate this stuff, you know. And, and thank giving our praise to the Heavenly Father for, for giving us the understanding. If we um, accept his word and be fearful of his word and humble to his son, Christ, the real Christ, the Christ of the Bible, be humble to his real son, Jesus Christ of the Bible. So what we like to know and address is that, okay, how did you – come out of this or how did you come to the realization that Christmas wasn't about Christ and how what process did you go through to stop celebrating this day? The process that I use is how Christ said to do it in St. John chapter 7 and verse 38 and now once I get it here it goes it's real you go by the protocol of what the Christ in the Bible says, that's how you can free yourself up. Mm. And I'm looking for it right now. Here we go. St. John chapter 7 and verse 38. These are the words of Christ. This is the instructions that he set for us to do. He said, He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. So Christ instructed us to believe on him as the scripture, what scripture? The Holy Bibles, the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation state of him. So if we go through that, and nowhere in the scriptures you'll see where we're supposed to set up, I'm going to say no way in the scriptures is it said that we should set up trees and castles and, 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 and Santa Claus and all that other stuff. And even, and even celebrate going into his okay, we can pick up a time and say this is the time of his birthday. When the scriptures tell you, this is you do this in remembrance of me, versus him coming, his purpose is dying for the children of Israel to, to come back and repent. 
You know, those things, all of the things that's in there for us to do is in the scriptures. And how you escape it is to stick by his guidelines. Just one more scripture, St. John 5 and 39. Search the scriptures. For in them you think you have eternal life, and they are which, and they are they which testify of me. And nowhere in there you testify of, again, um, December 25th, year to year, year to year, December 25th, okay, and this is set up by Christ. Nowhere in the scriptures you see that. Anything that's set up by the Heavenly Father, he tells you that whatever month, whatever day of the month, whatever day of the month, whatever day of the, uh, the, the seventh month, the first day of the seventh month, the tenth day of the seventh month, you know, so on and so on, how he sets up his high holy days. And in mm-hmm. these scriptures here, when you look at Acts and the Acts of Paul, Peter, and the rest of them, you never see where they took a break from teaching repentance to go celebrate Christmas. So, yeah. You know, and uh, one thing I want to um, I want to ask you, um, you want to thun, what was your first, your first, not celebrating Christmas like the first time you didn't. That's that's what I'm looking for. Was the first uh, time you didn't celebrate Christmas? What was it like? What was your family like? You know, what did you do? That's what I want to know because. This this is um, geared towards because I know a lot of people. It's going to be their first Christmas where they don't celebrate it, so we need to be able to share our testimonies to strengthen people, let people know that there's there's no temptation that's not common to man. We've all gone through those things, so we can strengthen people that's coming out of this demonic satanic holiday. Right. Okay. The first Christmas is pretty. It was, from my perspective, it was, as a man, wanting to do what's right, it was easy. But then when you go through the actual steps, it was pretty hard. And why do I say it was pretty hard is because you had influences of people that you lived, grew up with, and taught you, um, your ABCs, and everything in between, um, influenced you and looking at you as if you're doing something wrong. Okay? But, again, the scriptures told you, that it was right, but you still had to go through that as a man. And Christ told us it would be like that. And again, it was hard, but it was the right thing to do. So how hard can the right thing be to do? And if I can get a scripture, I'm going to get in there what Christ said. I'm in Mark. Mm -hmm. Go to the seventh chapter. Mark 7 and 34, and he called the people unto him with his, with his disciples also. He said unto them, whosoever will come after me, well, at this point I was coming after Christ, because Christ says, follow me, do the things I said. He says, whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. So Christ didn't give us a, it's going to be a smooth road. He said, deny yourself, your old you, your carnal you, okay, your carnal life, and take up his cross and follow me. The things, the burdens that you got to go through on on that aspect of the family dealing with you, that's probably a that's a cross for a lot of us. Maybe some people may not have a family, which so that cross is not there, but it's another cross for them. But, but I, in my particular case, and as a lot of us did, 
had influences like, yo, what, what's wrong with you? What are you doing now? You know? It says, uh, take up his cross and follow me, and for whosoever will save his life shall lose it, but whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. So we were losing our old life, but for the gospel's sake, we was what gaining a life. We was gaining. Now we we trying to be servants of Christ. So that's that's the way. That's the that's the balance. You gotta you gotta weigh that out. Is it worth eternal life, and 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 the gospel of Christ and Christ Jesus Christ Himself to deny and and to go on what He says, or is it better just to stay old and be comfortable with everyone else in this world? I mean, you know, you gotta look at what Noah Noah went through the same thing. Yeah, but John, yeah. what did your mama say? That's what I want to know. What did your mama say? Oh, they thought that was crazy, man. You know, but again, come on now. Yeah. I know we're bringing out the scriptures, but we I want I want the real life account to go with the scriptures, and that's what makes <laughs> it that's what makes it personal. You know, we could we could say the scriptures. The 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 the, the Bible says. To get wisdom Wisdom is the principal thing But with all that So get wisdom But with all that getting Get understanding So that's what this, these real life stories give Like okay I understand Because I've gone through the fire I've gone through the deep water And through the Holy Spirit And the spirit of Jesus Christ I was able to come out the other end So that's what you said. What do your mama think? They thought I was crazy. Okay. Yeah. So that's what that's what I'm asking. What did you go through? Because that's the thing that people are going through. I mean, we did a show, and one guy called up. He was in South America, and he's like, "I know Christmas was wrong." He's like, "This almost destroyed my marriage. This almost." You know, destroy me from being with my family because I was telling them, I was telling them this is not the truth, and they like same thing. They thought I was crazy. He's like my wife almost left left me, so he was acknowledging like, yeah, this is the truth. But he was going through some serious battles. Now I want to read this scripture. This is um First Peter's four, verse one. It says, "For much, for as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind." For that he for that have suffered in the flesh have ceased from sin. So we to celebrate Christmas is a sin. Okay, it's the worship of other gods, it's idolatry, it is satanic, it's so many things that's involved in it, from the Christmas tree, from Santa Claus, all those things are going into either idolatry or is going into the worship of other gods, which we know is against the commandments of the Heavenly Father, which Jesus Christ did not do away with. That he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of God. So if you're celebrating Christmas, that's the lust of men. Why, why did they lust after this thing? Because this was a time of revelry, time of parties, times of drunkenness, times of orgies, times of debauchery. That's what, that's what they say, debauchery. You know, anything goes. Anything goes. Okay, crime, you could, you could get away with just about anything. Have a drink, you know, loose women. Was even, even like uh, the Saturnalia where they said they would have these great orgies and even they would let the children get involved. The mistletoe, all this thing is satanic. So we're not supposed to live 
the rest of our time to the to the flesh, to the lust of men, but towards the will of God. Now, there is a winter festival, but it doesn't include any drunkenness. There is a winter festival where we give gifts and we celebrate, but it's to celebrate the Most High in Jesus Christ. And that's the Feast of the Dedication, where they rededicated the temple to the Heavenly Father after the Greeks came in there, destroyed it, and uh, did sacrifices of swine's flesh to their other gods. Verse 3, for the time past, time past of your life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles, and Gentiles mean other nations. When we walked in lasciviousness, lust, excess of wine, revelings, banquetings, and abominable idolatry. That's what Christmas is all about. It's about lasciviousness, uncontrollable sexual desires. It's about lust. Let me get that woman under the mistletoe so I can kiss her. I've been wanting to kiss her behind all year. She can't resist. She can't resist the mistletoe. And what it is, it's a spell. It's, a, it's witchcraft. That's what the mistletoe is. People are always just fun. <laughs> Let me get that kiss, girl. <laughs> it's a spell. Excess of wine. So people are getting drunk during this time. They're having all kinds of outrageous parties, banquetings, all masses amount of food, and abominable idolatries. You're going to put a tree in your house. You're going to put a tree in your house, deck it with silver and gold. And Jeremiah 10 explains that perfectly, that that's an idol. Going all They say it goes back to, to the, the Norsemen. No, it doesn't. It goes all the way back to Nimrod. This thing is ancient old, man. These are the ancient, ancient mysteries. It says, whereby, wherein they think it's strange. That you run not with them to the same excess of riot, speaking evil of you. So you're not going and trying to sex no woman during this time of year. You're not going and getting drunk. You're not going to uh, uh, these outrageous parties. You're not going along with idolatry, but you're crazy. See, this is, the, this is what you were saying. This is why the scriptures is on point. Because it's telling you, people are going to think that you're evil. People are going to think there's something strange about you because you're not going out having sex with loose women during this time. You're not going out getting drunk. Isn't that supposed to be an admiral quality? But not during this time of the year. <laughs> not if you don't get drunk, there's something wrong with you. If you don't go to the Christmas party, there's something wrong. Why? That's what people say. Why you don't celebrate the Christmas? Why? 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 What's your problem? And when you open up that mouth, boy, I hope you got your shield and sword ready because you're going to be in for a fight. Just saying, no, I don't celebrate. I, I, I see how people react to it. I'm like, uh, no, nah, I don't celebrate it. Or I celebrate Hanukkah, the Feast of Dedication. And you can just see their face. It's like, oh, no, he didn't say that. No, he didn't. <laughs> I just like, wait, do you want to hear more? I'm ready. I'm ready to give them more if they, they, if they ask for it. But if they say nothing else, I don't say nothing else. I just look at them. Like, okay. And some people are like, okay, why? And I'm like, <gasps> And some people are like, la, 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 la. I've actually had some people say, la, 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 la. I don't want to hear anymore. I don't want to hear la, 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 la. I've actually had people say that. I've actually had people say, look, ignorance is bliss. Don't tell me the truth. Mm-hmm. Because once you hear the truth, you're accountable for it. 
once you hear the truth, you know, okay, this is what the Bible says, and I'm making a conscious decision to go against it. Hey, good day. Yeah. Not the you truth. Huh? <laughs> what did yeah. you say? Don't, don't tell me that not the truth. T-R-U-T-H. No, don't tell me the truth. T-R-U-S. <laughs> We got some more people lined up. We got some more people lined up. Let's uh let's let uh uh Kadar in. Kadar, your mic is hot. Hey, All right, Shalom. I'm listening to the show and um, getting ready to teach the same show in Spanish with the brother on the on the Spanish show. Nice. But um, funny thing that happened the other day, we were in the store, and um, some lady was, like, saying to my kids, hey, Merry Christmas. So, you know, my son had a funny look on his face, and then he looked at the lady and said, hey, we don't celebrate that. So the lady <laughs> didn't hear him, so she looks again and says, Merry Christmas. And and then, you know, he just gives her this silly look. So I was, like, laughing. So I said, listen, man, um, the reason he's looking at you like that, you didn't hear him the first time, we don't celebrate Christmas. She was mm. like, oh, what are you? Um, I think she asked if we were Jehovah's Witnesses or something. I said, absolutely not. I said, we follow the Bible and we keep the holy days. Now, I know what you were saying about the whole thing with, well, you ask the people, what do you want to know? Do you Mm. really want to know? Mm. This lady turned around to me in the store and says, you know, I understand why you don't do it. It's so pagan. It has wicked origins. They don't follow God, and it has a lot to do with idolatry, this, this, and that. Wow. So I'm looking at her like, okay, what in the world? And then she says, but, you know, I stopped celebrating it. But then with my daughter, my parents were mad at me because she didn't get to celebrate nothing. So, you know, I just went on back into celebrating it. And that is a perfect example to me of what Satan desires more than anything else. Because she wasn't ignorant of the day. She knew what it was about. She knew the scriptures that you guys were bringing our house, idolatry house, wicked. She knew the the historical aspects of it, but she still succumbed to Satan because of pressure from family. And that's what a lot of families try to do nowadays with us is to pressure us back in to celebrating those wicked things, even though they know themselves that it's wicked and they know the reasons why we departed from it. Right. And that brings up a good scripture. In Matthew ten thirty seven, and it says, "He that this is the these are the words of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ." It says, "He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me, and he that taketh not his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me." So, we can't put the Most High we we can't put our family before the Most High in Jesus Christ. We got to put the Most High in Jesus Christ first, and then by us living that righteous example, pray for them and hope that they come out of the the works of darkness because that's what Christmas is. It's a work of darkness. It's a work of malicious lies. It's blasphemy against the Heavenly Father in Christ. Now, since we got you on the line, Kadar, we want to know what was your first not celebrating Christmas like? You know, my my story really isn't typical. Because of the simple fact that I had a cousin that was 
was in the scriptures before I was. Uh-huh. So he almost kind of paved the way. So by the time I came around, they just ignored me. It wasn't even a, you know, it wasn't even really a big deal when I stopped doing it. Now, amongst friends and so forth, you know, everybody still, yo, what's wrong? Come on over. And you just give them the same, basically, like, hey, listen, I don't do it anymore. And I give I them the reason why. What? I know, I know something that most people that know that, that uh, are listening don't know that used to be used to be an MC used to be a rapper. So this is probably one of the best times of the year for you going and rapping parties and getting women and stuff like that. So, I mean, how was that for you to turn away from? I know it was paved away, but was there not any pull, or is just like okay, you just threw it away, just like forget about it? Well, you know. You threw, I threw it away, but in, in all actuality and honesty, even though I knew better for a little while, there was still a part of me that was letting me, there was still a part of, I knew better, and I knew that it was wicked and I wasn't doing it, but I would still do things, well, you know what, they're going to buy me gifts, so I'm going to get them a Christmas gift, even though mm-hmm. you knew better. And that's something that you really got to pull away from, too, because it wasn't until I got a real thought, fo- solid foundation and understanding for myself, like, listen, I can't deal with this in no kind of way. I got to put away the gift giving. I got to tell them because I'm telling them it's wicked, but then we're sitting down doing gift exchanges around the tree. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know what? This really has to stop all altogether. And that's when I made a decision to just cut it off, period. Right. And see, and, these are and, things that I want to hear because I know people are going through this. This may be their first time, or they're thinking about it, or just like you said, they've heard the truth and like, okay, what do I do? How do I come out of this? What things do I need to do? Can I still give gifts? Can I still go and visit family, you know, around the tree and stuff? These are kind of questions that people are asking. So we need to share these kind of stories and information and say, look, this is where I come from. And I mean, that, that's beautiful because these are the things that people are asking and that they want to know. And can I can I, I tuned in late and if I, y'all read the scripture already, please forgive me, but I want to read this scripture real quick. This is um, Jeremiah chapter two verse thirty three, and it's a question. It says, "Why trimmest thou thy ways to seek love? Therefore, hast thou also taught the wicked one thy ways." So even in what I was doing in the beginning is exactly what the scripture is doing. I was trimming some of my ways to seek love. So I knew the whole picture. I knew what the scriptures told me, but I was just cutting off little pieces and so forth so I would be still accepted with my family. The scriptures are asking the question, why are you doing that to seek love? And then it gives you an answer, which is, therefore thou hast taught the wicked one thy ways. So through Mm. doing little actions like that, we're teaching people to be hypocritical, and we're teaching people wickedness. So, you know, that's something that I had to repent from. But I hope that us doing this show before this seat, well, before the actual day comes, people can see that example and learn from it so that they don't make the same errors and commit the same sins that I did initially. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, let's let, um, let's let the brother Cliff get in. He's been waiting. All right, so listen, guys, if I'm gone, um, I'll continue to listen in. Okay. Sure. All right. 
Right, hey, Michael Shalom, Thomas. brothers. Hey, Shalom, Cliff. Most high in the name of Christ, bless you all. Happy Sabbath day. Most high, Christ hey, bless Christ you. Christ. And it is it is a good Sabbath. The Sabbath the, is a Hebrew word that means rest, and it is good to rest. <clears throat> and um, I'm just so glad you didn't say. Happy Christmas. <laughs> like, Happy what? Oh, don't say it. <laughs> oh, oh, no, you, Cliff. <laughs> you know I know better than that, brother. <laughs> plus, plus, I love the Lord, brother. When I found out the truth by keeping the scriptures and the commandments as they are written, that stuff don't even come into my thoughts anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I, you know, what we're asking people is call in and share their story. And I know that, you know, you have family that is really not dealing with the truth of Christ. You have children that's really not dealing with the truth of Christ. So how is that experience for you during this time of year, and how do you deal with it? Well, the beautiful thing about me was, um, you know, I learned, I went through this thing, you know, I'm, I'm one of those older fellas. So I went through that pro-black radical thing back in the 80s. And, um, you know, I started looking at the the so-called nation of Islam. And, uh, you know, they had some things that really appealed to my senses. And one of those things was, was keeping Christmas, not keeping Christmas, but they, they was keeping uh, Hanukkah, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, something's really, something's different about this. And I just couldn't bring myself, that's one of the big reasons why I I got out of that organization, was because every time they did something, it was against Christ, and my foundation growing up was in the Baptist church, Christ. And so, I stopped celebrating it, but every now and then, you know, I'd buy a gift here, buy a gift there. If I was dating someone, I would, you know, buy them something here because I wanted to, and I quote, please them. So, I ended up getting married, having children, and that first Christmas I told, you know, my wife then, like, yo, you know, I don't really celebrate Christmas, but I want my kid to have some toys, my firstborn. That dude was a, a year and a half old, didn't know a thing about Christmas, didn't know anything about it. So as time passed, I was like, man, this is stupid. And so I stopped buying stuff and all of that stuff. Because I didn't understand, because I understood there's something not right. I went off to guys that it was commercialized and that Jesus was the reason for the season. That's what I was taught. And, man, when I came to the understanding of the scriptures as it's written now, I taught my children. I taught my children very early that, you know, the scriptures tell us that we are not supposed to celebrate Christmas. And I showed them Jeremiah chapter 10. And I showed them um, uh, the words of Christ that <clears throat> that we're supposed to to keep His the, the commandments of the Lord. And I showed myself that I can't be a hypocrite. I can't give into any parts of it. If they're saying that it's a holiday party at the job, I'm not going, bro. I'm divorced now, and mm. I met some pretty nice people that I was interested. And getting to know a little better. But you know what stopped? One that I was really interested in. And to the point of tears, this person was hurt. When I went through the scriptures with her and showed her how, what the scriptures say about pagan holidays and especially Christmas, 
she said, well, I'm sorry. We can't be together because what am I going to do if you're not celebrating Christmas and I'm with my family? I said, well, the scriptures tell you what a husband and a wife are supposed to be, equally yoked and on the same accord in Christ, and I'd rather obey God than man. So she's mm. no longer around, and I feel like I have a clear conscience. As far as family mm. and all of that stuff, you know, the first couple of years they asked me, yo, what's wrong with you? You can just come up here and eat. You can come and visit the hometown and eat. Everybody's home. It's a time for gathering. It ain't celebrating Christmas if you're just getting together. And I said, why are you getting together? We can get together now. It's a month before Christmas. We can get together a month after Christmas. What's the difference? Why does it have to be then? I don't want any parts to do with it. And so finally, you know, after about four four or five years, they just stopped asking. Like, well, I get it. Four or five years. Four or five years. Are you serious? Wow. Four or five years, bro. Yep. Oh, and I got the guilt trips, too. I'm sure most people listening that understand the truth, they got the guilt trips. Well, I don't see why you can't just spend a couple of hours here, or if you can't just come up here. It ain't really keeping Christmas if you just show up. You don't really love us. Please. Wow. So, nah, not giving in to that foolishness. But I want to read the scripture that you said. This is Second uh, Corinthians 6 and 14. It says, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion <clears throat> have light with darkness? Because that's what Christmas is about. It's about darkness. There's a whole lot of lights that people put up, but all that is an illusion. It's a part of the magic spell that Satan is casting on people, the illusions to make them think that this is about light when it's really about darkness, to make them think that it's about Jesus Christ when it's really about paganism, idolatry, um, all kinds of perverse sex acts, drunkenness, has nothing to do with Christ. And what concord, have, what concord have Christ with Belal? Or what part have he that believeth with the infidel? And what agreement have the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God have said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. So we're not supposed to have any part whatsoever with this Christmas day. It's speaking about Christmas party on a job. On my job, this is how deep, this is how deep they are in Christmas. The job had this this lavish Christmas party, and the Christmas party is not just a building. The Christmas party they had the Christmas party at a fairground, at a fairground where they have rides and stuff like that, and just open bar as much as you can drink. My then, God, they know people are gonna be. They're not. People are going to be unable to make it home, so the company paid for people to stay in a hotel if they wanted to. Yes, yeah. My that's company how, does the same thing. So like you ain't going, you ain't going. <laughs> free drinks, and you know that's a black man's kryptonite. Free drink. That's <laughs> <laughs> a black man's kryptonite. Free drinks. The whole that's right. night. Free drinks, and then. Then if you want to get your freak or fornication on with that special someone that you've been looking at in the office all year long, they're going to put you in a hotel room and pay for you to do whatever. That's true. That's very true. My company still does that same thing. And, you know, they look at me crazy like, how come you don't go? You you always talking about the Bible. 
How come you're not going to the holiday party? And I'd be like, you know exactly why I'm not going because it's not in the Bible. The Hoochie Day party, that's what it should be called. And, bro, some of the photos that these people, forget the stories, just the scantily clad women and behaviors of so-called professional people that that jeopardize their jobs by just their lewd behavior. They're They're not jeopardizing their job because it's acceptable at this time of year. Yep, they still work there. You're exactly right. It's acceptable. It's accepted. It's accepted. There's no, there's no, you can do things with impunity. There's not going to be any punishment for it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a mistletoe. You cannot resist. It's a mistletoe. That woman's married. Oh, it was the mistletoe. So it's an excuse <laughs> to sin. That's what it is. That's what this time of year is. So if you get drunk, fall out on your butt, piss on yourself. It's because it's okay because it's Christmas. Wow. Tell me I'm Bro, wrong. Bro, I got one one last point. It's so wicked. I, because I get vexed in spirit now, you know, just seeing the the, the, the the Christmas trees and all that symbolism that they have. And, you know, I know a lot of people are doing it out of ignorance. I get it. But when I walk into my building, and this is a huge 18-story building, and it has two main entrances, and they've got Christmas trees on both entrances, the front and the back side. Over the door, they have mistletoe. Over the freaking revolving door, they have mistletoe. And over the elevator, they have mistletoe. And we know that that is symbolic of, you know, going into the the sexual um, pleasures that's associated with so-called Christmas and this so-called holiday. And it just burns my spirit whenever I see it. Mm. So we are surrounded by wickedness, and we got to put on the whole armor of God. We got to gird ourselves in this word. We can't play with this thing no more. When we know better, like the brother Kadar was saying earlier, there's a lot of people that know better. But are they going to do better? Are they going to obey the Lord or are they going to obey man? Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I see something. I see something. Hold on. Hold on a second. All right. Hold on. It looks like a a fat red man. Hold on. What All the right. heck? I think I think I got him. I think I think he left now. Yeah, some kind of work I I actually do have a fireplace. But I think I got him. Did you burn it motherfucker? Did you burn it motherfucker? He ain't coming back. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, that's hilarious. If anybody would burn him up, it would be you, bro. <laughs> no, the house. We gotta shoot him. You got to shoot it because, because um, oh. Santa Claus represents those hearth gods that, that dwell in fire. So fire ain't going to do nothing to them. You got you to gotta, you gotta shoot them with the word. Fuck down. <laughs> All right. All right, Cliff. Thanks for calling. And, um, Thank you, brothers. Shalom. Let's go to a break, and then we're going to bring on um, uh, Pammy Whammy. We're going to go to a break because I know she's going she's gonna to blow the trumpet. So let's hit a break first, and uh, we'll be right back.
The Body of Christ Church Radio Network broadcasts seven days a week on blogtalkradio.com forward slash the BOCC. Listen to our archive broadcasts or check us out while we are live on the air. Come and visit us in the virtual living room at 2 o'clock p.m. on Sundays where we examine current topics according to the scriptures. Are you looking for the truth? Can you handle the truth? Find out on Mondays at 8 o'clock p.m. It doesn't matter what church you attend or philosophy you believe, take the challenge to see Are You Smarter Than Your Pastor on Tuesdays at 8 o'clock p.m. The world is engrossed in darkness, but it shall be destroyed by the light. Check out From Darkness to Light at 7 o'clock p.m. on Wednesdays, where all manner of witchcraft, occult practices, and Satanism is exposed for what it is. Before the light comes, it's time to awake on Thursdays at 8 o'clock p.m. If you are seeking salvation, listen to Repentance is the Key, Fridays at 7 o'clock p.m. And after you've listened to all of these shows, find out how we will become kings and priests Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock a.m. All shows are on Eastern Standard Time. Remember to check out The Body of Christ Church seven days a week on blogtalkradio.com forward slash the B-O-C-C. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash T-H-E-B-O-C-C. Shalom. During late December, the days are at their shortest length and the nights are at their longest. For those of the pagan world, this has always been the greatest time of the year to celebrate and practice the works of darkness. The pagan calendar identifies this period as the winter solstice. It was during the pre-Christian midwinter pagan celebrations of Scandinavia's Norsemen where today's Christmas traditions began. As a means of honoring the pagan sex and fertility god Yule, a 12-day celebration during the month of December was inaugurated. A large single log considered to be a phallic idol was lit on fire and kept burning for 12 days. Animal or human sacrifices were offered in the fire on each of those days. Wild, delirious reveling accompanied the daily sacrifices as drunken participants defiantly strove to make contact with spirits. A thousand miles away in pre-Christian Rome, celebrants were paying homage to their own gods during the winter solstice. Witchcraft traditions hold that a number of pagan gods were given birth during this period, including Dionysus, Attis, and Baal, chief male god of fertility and licentiousness. Another pagan god from Persia, identified as Mithra, was said to have been born specifically on December 25th. Mithra was the god of the unconquerable sun, the god of the light between heaven and earth, worshipped at that time by an influential Roman cult. His birth symbolized an end to the long nights and a return to the dominance of the sun. During the month-long winter solstice celebration, courts in Rome were closed. Any and all crimes were allowed. 
Homosexuality, cross-dressing, and uncontrolled debauchery reigned supreme. Rome's order was turned upside down. Even children were allowed to join in the drunken orgies as part of the juvenilia celebration. By 270 AD, the Roman emperor... Okay, and they still have that, like that cross-dressing. Here in England, Mm -hmm. they call it pantomime. They have like little plays or whatever, and they have people that they cross-dress. They call it like a pantomime play, and it's especially during this time of Christmas. It's the same tradition, is it, is it not? It's the same tradition. People don't understand. People don't see it. But we see, uh, we got the, the, the sister Pamela Lamb waiting online. Let on the air, bro. Let's see what she has to say. All right. Hey, brother. Hi, brother. Most high Christ bless you both. Most high Christ bless you. Shalom. Happy Sabbath. Happy um, Sabbath. My first time um, understanding, after understanding the scriptures, after going over the scriptures with one of the brothers in the church, um, I just, you know, once you know better, you do better. That is, if you really want the truth and want to live by what God wants for you. Um, My night, after reading it and understanding it, I just felt convicted to get rid of anything that was related to Christmas or any other pagan holiday that I had in my home. So I loaded up the Christmas tree, took it out the garage, took out everything that I had, like Halloween stuff, especially that. Um, anything that was like pagan or I considered an idol that was related to any of the holidays, um, I call them pagan days. And... Um, I just loaded up in the car as much as everything I could at that one point. I don't know where the energy came from, but and I took it all down to this homeless shelter <laughs> and dumped it on their lawn. <laughs> um, they, um, it was right in front of the door, and that's you know that's you you can dump things there or give things, I guess I should say, um, mm. if you wanted to give to the homeless or whatever. I didn't know. I should have just probably just tossed it on the lawn um, in the trash can. It. Yeah, I should have, and I didn't know better, but I just gave it away. And after I finished unloading everything, um, I this this homeless guy came up, you know, got got up from from the sidewalk. He said, "Do you need help in anything?" I didn't know he was there the whole entire time. I was like, "Oh my God, he's scared. He freaked me out." I said, "No, I'm finished," <laughs> and I got in my car and left. <laughs> um, I just felt relieved after just cleaning my house and saying prayer, just asking God to cleanse my home, my body, my spirit, my soul of all the pagan days, and just just keep me on the right path and direction. And I told my my family that um, matter of fact that same month. I don't know if it was that same day or whatever, but I told told them what I did, and I said I'm not no longer celebrating those days anymore because it's not in the scriptures and I don't so don't ask me to come over to help cook and and celebrate I said don't um uh don't even wish me Merry Christmas don't you know have to wish me Happy New Year because those aren't in the Bible that is not according to what Christ has has for us anyway what was their reaction what was their reaction I mean um one, my older sister was basically, you know, you're in a cult, you're in a cult, and this came later on about it, you know, maybe a month or month later, um, she was saying I was in a cult, and we got into an argument with my three-way with my mother on the line, and because of course my cousin, 
um, was saying that I came down and disrupted her home and because I didn't celebrate Christmas. And I'm like, and, and said something <laughs> to her about it. And I'm like, I hadn't said anything to her, and I did not disrupt her home. I basically asked her, could I sleep on the floor while I visited my son? And um, she just made it terrible for me and um, started arguing with me about the scriptures. And I'm like, you know what, I don't, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm not trying to argue with you in the scriptures about it. I just know that I'm not celebrating. And I said, not, and I told my son that we're not celebrating, I, you know, I explained to him about the scriptures. Right. And, um, but my other younger sister at the time, she was more or less not really saying anything. And she reserved her comments until now. And now she's the worst one of all. She's more of a scorner than anything. And I don't know if it's because the spirits have jumped on her and she's just, a, you know, these demonic spirits are coming out more now or whatever. I don't know. Um, but they've calmed down. I've been in the understanding since approximately 2007 or eight. I think I forget which year I did this. But it was around about approximately a month before Christmas, and that's when I did that. And I also, at the same time, was having trouble with my son at the time and sent him to live with his father. And it wasn't because, you know, of the holidays or anything like that. It was basically because of his, his education wasn't going the way I wanted to. And he was having right. troubles in school, and I just wanted, he needed an upper hand. And right. so when, when I went down to visit him and to see how he was doing, I did wasn't going down there to be with him for Christmas or anything any other day, you know, just to make it. I just visited him just to see what was going on, and I had the time to do it. And um, but at the time when, like I said, I was staying with my cousin, which I, at that looking back on it now, she really didn't want me to come to stay with her, and I should have known better. Um, it's just that some the family, you know, they try at the at first they tried saying, you know, being sarcastic or, I guess, trying to be contentious and, you know, still sent me sent me text messages and cards and stuff like that. And I actually already sent out a mass email to my family, and it was really cut and dry. I do not celebrate this holiday anymore, so you no need, you know, sending me these wishes, these no wishes for your these pagan days. And I tried to share with them the scriptures, but unfortunately it was basic, you know, they were still being, I guess, their wicked, you know, wicked way. And um, even now I might, um, I have to remind them, but it's nothing so bad as before. You know, they they respect it, respect more than they do, they don't, so they don't say anything. Um, right. And that's basically, it was very, very quick. It was very like a sword almost, like I cut it off very fast. And because mm. I wasn't going to linger around, I wasn't going to pretend. And I was like, I, like I said, once I knew better, I started to do better. And I give all right. praise to the Most High for opening my eyes and showing me the scriptures. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad you shared all of that. And I think, you know, that's what, that's what we need to do. That's what repentance is about, is once we recognize, then we're supposed to make those changes. We're supposed to make those changes immediately. For some people, it may not be that easy. Like how Kadar was saying, he was still kind of like lingering around and, you know, still getting, like what Cliff said, he still got a personal gift or whatever. Then he had to come to a realization, okay, playtime is over. Let me be serious about this thing. You know, so that's, I mean, that's awesome, and that's what people need to hear. You know, they need to hear these testimonies and things. Is like, okay, 
there are people out there that's not celebrating Christmas. And you are able to overcome the trials and tribulations that not celebrating Christmas comes with. Because it's idolatry, it's it's pagan, it's it's not of the Lord. And if we truly saying that we're going to serve the Lord Jesus Christ, then we can't have no fellowship or any kind of partakers or any way, shape, form, or fashion with this with this um, idolatrous day. It's not a holy day. It's not it a isn't. holiday. They they call it a holiday, but it's it's not a holiday. You get a day off. Well, in England yeah. we get two. We get the twenty fifth and the twenty sixth off. Ha ha. But it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, anyway, it's not a holy day. So yeah. we have to get away from it. Unfortunately, you know, I I somewhat had some of the same similar um, reactions with the people I work with um, uh, when I first told them that I don't celebrate Christmas. And I went to um, the first year I was there, I went to the Christmas party. And the second year, I like, I'm not, I don't celebrate Christmas. I'm not going to be going. And they didn't understand it. And um, the CEO who came came over from Italy, that's where our company is based, hmm. came over and he knew that I didn't celebrate Christmas, but he made this special uh, trip to my desk to wish me a Merry Christmas. And I didn't say anything to him. I didn't say, you know, because I, I knew he knew. And I thought, right. you know, he's just making fun because he had this slight grin on his face, and I saw it. And I just uh, you know, I just said, okay, you have a nice evening. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, I couldn't do anything. Bye. And, uh, but they just, just like have a nice. This evening, almost you know, like I'm an gonna... insult if you don't say if you don't say it back. You know that, right? Right, right. Well, I didn't like... say it back. <laughs> and I, I'm no respect. Just like God, Woo! I'm no respect of persons. And if you, you know, um, but this person, this other lady in my office just yesterday gave me a card, and uh, she said, "I know you don't celebrate Christmas, but just sit." She has a British accent. But just, you know, you can open it whenever. You don't have to open it now. And so I opened it. I sat down in her office, and I'm like, I'm going to correct her if this, is, if this is any kind of related to pagan day. And it, my thought was when I opened the card, and he says, you know, thanking me for all the things that I do in the office. And, you know, it was, you know, very well read it, you know, nice card. And it has Happy New Year. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I said I don't celebrate New Year. She said um, I don't celebrate uh, New Year, as you know it. She's like, no, you don't celebrate New Year either. I said, no, I don't. I said, she said, then what is the New Year? I said we go by the uh, the lunar moon lunar ca- uh, calendar. We do not go by the Gregorian calendar. And it's sometime in March, April. You know that's when our New Year comes. And I explained it to her. I said, she said, well, what holiday do you celebrate? I said, I don't celebrate any of the pagan days on the calendar. Because <laughs> I couldn't go through all the holidays that we do yeah. celebrate. I, just, yeah, but I, I, huh? I mean, that's that's very good. I mean, you know, it gave you an opportunity. Because what I find, uh, Pam, a lot of people, you know, they do care or they may care about you. And it's just a way to be nice. Mm-hmm. So it's a time mm-hmm. where they could do something nice for you. But if you, if they really, really, truly, sincerely have that that love or care for you or want to be your friend or what, they'll understand. And oh, they'll yeah. like, okay, it's not a problem. And it's like, you know what, I'll get you something for Hanukkah. Or, I'll, you know, I won't say 
uh, or, or Merry Christmas, or they may forget. It's like, oh, oh, don't worry about it. Well, you have, you know, you have a good break or whatever. So there okay. are people that that really care. They just don't understand. And that's where we can't be bad about it or we can't be mean. We have to be in that spirit of Christ where we have that gentle and that meek spirit. And then we we explain to them that they may see it as well. So go ahead, mm-hmm. finish what you're saying. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, she she had inserted a Walmart gift card in there. And, you know, the, you, we got all kinds of Christmas things coming into the office, you know, fruit baskets, you know, the fruit uh, or nuts and chocolates and stuff like that. And, you know, um, at first I was eating the nuts, and I was like, I ain't gonna, I'm not going to be starting to eat this stuff. Because people then are like, oh, she, she'll eat all the chips, use the gifts and eat, you know, consume everything, but she claims she don't celebrate it. So everything that started coming in after a while, especially I knew it was part of, you know, the Christmas thank yous and uh, gifts to the office. I said, like, I'm not going to participate in even eating any of it because then they'll start looking at me like, oh, she, she'll eat some, some of it, so that's okay. Still celebrates it in a way. So I stopped. I didn't. I didn't even start participating in that part of it um, because I didn't want them to get any kind of mixed, mixed signals or views. Right. Um, and it's unfortunate. I was like, thank goodness I had my own fruit and, and own that <laughs> in my own <laughs> in my lunch bag. So. Uh, all right. We well, thank you. Uh, we well, thank you for calling in, Pam. And uh, we're gonna try to get to the. Uh, UK caller. All right. Shalom. Most high Christ bless you. Shalom. Most high Christ So, Abaja, can we get to this mysterious UK caller? All righty. There you go. And, and see what our story is. UK caller. Who is this from the UK? Hey, Shalom. My son, I am Christ bless you. It's Lorna. I'm not a stranger. Uh, <laughs> That's right. How you doing, Lorna? I'm good, thank you, brother. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. My voice is a little hoarse, but I'm good. So, what's your story? Um, I've been. I know you come from a tr- big family. You got a big family, I, so let's hear your story. I do. I've I've been in the truth since Shanice was seven. Shanice is my daughter. She's 21 now. Um, and when we first came into the truth, I must admit we were we weren't fully involved. So. At the beginning, um, we were, you know, we were doing different things, and Christmas was one of those things that we still kept up for, I think, the first year. Um, but after we got understanding um, to tell my family that we didn't want to celebrate Christmas and we weren't going to be celebrating Christmas, they nearly caused a riot. Um, I think wow. firstly they didn't quite believe that we weren't going to do it, and at that time, I was homeless. Um, mm. So I was staying with my sister, and mm. um, what had happened is is that everybody went off to go and celebrate Christmas, and I stayed at her house, me and Shanice. That was the first year that we decided not to celebrate Christmas, um, and I think everyone thought that I was going to cave in and I was going to I was going to come because the first year I actually came and I said, okay, I'm not celebrating Christmas. Everyone's like, oh, it's not a Christmas gathering. We don't celebrate Christmas.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.